0: it's like taking the website wherever you go oh my god i'm getting flashbacks to playing neopets with johnny bravo in the background
1: (gasps) (laughs) welcome to cartoon tonic i didn't give you any time this week we're getting right into it
0: (laughs) oh my anxiety appreciates that brian
1: (laughs) My name is Brian Duchler Joining me, as always, is Miss Kayla and Mister Josiah. How are you two today?
0: Doing all right. It's Friday, and I'm very excited about that. Saya, how, how are you?
2: Feeling feeling good. Mm. I had um, a bunch of jalapenos and then coffee. So, <laughs> <laughs> my, my stomach. Good, <laughs> good lord! Are you just right now?
0: dunking them in coffee and like like no, they're cookies. Like I was, don't.
2: I mean, we don't have a lot of meals where like jalapenos are an option, and then we made nachos and I'm like jalapenos so yeah
1: (laughs) I get that but also what are your shits gonna be like tomorrow (laughs) all all kinds of painful I don't (laughs) oh man that's uh I don't know text me describe it I guess like just tell me me how you're doing yeah text him I don't want to know know. (laughs) I'm just gonna get a fire emoji and that's it
0: (laughs) like a vomit reaction emoji for me in the other room just Oh, that's fun, guys. Brian,
1: how are you doing? I'm doing fine. It's been a week. I think think this week I want to get right into the beverage because I need a drink. So, uh, Kayla, what did you suspiciously drop off at my doorstep? (laughs) Well,
0: today's delivery was a cocktail called a Love Potion. That's the name that I found online, so that's what we're going to call it because today we are kind of doing a love-focused Valentine's Day-style episode. Um, in your love potion is one part peach schnapps, two parts vodka, and five to six ounces of grapefruit juice. If you want to be super fancy, you're supposed to put pink sugar on the rim to kind of cut it a little bit. Uh, but we're we're not fancy, and it's hard to deliver anything with a nice garnish on it. So <laughs> there is no pink sugar on it.
1: Well, cheers. It's very fancy. Cheers. I mean, that's, that's delicious. That's good. That's where it's at,
0: right? Oh, it's I, really good.
1: I really enjoy grapefruit. Mm-hmm. I definitely eat my grapefruit with some sort of sugar on it because it is a little too tart for me. This is the perfect amount of tartness. So I'm, I'm, Thanks, this, Brian. This, this is good. This is a good way to end the week. Yeah,
0: that's, it's the tartness is being cut by um, peach schnapps. So that's alcohol and peach. So, you know, there's not a better way to cut it. Just <laughs> a bit of schnapps. And then our non-alcoholic is just grapefruit juice because I think last week I went on a... Yeah, you you really—you wanted grapefruit juice into wanting grapefruit juice. So I was just manifesting this week's non-alcoholic beverage, which is grapefruit juice.
2: And for anyone wondering, we're doing a kind of like Valentine's Day themed a little early, Mm -hmm. but it's it's our schedule. So
0: yeah, by the time this drops, I think this drops on the eighth. So you know, wait a few days. Yeah, pretend.
1: You know what? It's helping
0: to get into the mood of Valentine's Day.
1: You cannot schedule love okay get <laughs> which is true which sounds like which sounds like some sort of like r and b album like <laughs> Uh, actually let me tell you when you have children you do have to schedule love (laughs) (laughs) that is that is that is a real thing (laughs) i wasn't gonna say it but that's immediately what i
0: thought does next tuesday work for you nope okay uh i have wednesday for 30 minutes in the morning uh we'll
1: we'll make it before breakfast so i'm not gassy like that's that's what that's what romance becomes you know when when you have kids it's uh it's a thing
0: And you still got to make time for it, you know, and that's it's good to make time for it, even if it has to be, you know, penciled in between going to daycare and, you know, being vomited on by small children.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's mostly just like, like, it'll be the weekend, like, can we just drop these fuckers off somewhere for like an hour, you know, just get
0: those uh, kid leashes and tie them off in the backyard for a hot minute, like just,
1: oh, God. Yeah. And the thing that they don't tell you about having kids is you can't just like leave them alone. It's not a thing you can do, you know,
0: (laughs) which I might have. I might have a bone to pick because like, you know, obviously I don't remember pre probably three years old, but we were left alone quite a bit as children and i'm not saying i turned out perfect i'm not that type of person they left me alone i can leave you alone too but we were definitely left alone as
1: yeah. <laughs> so it was like
2: you can pour your own juice cool you're home by yeah. yourself
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i spilled it everywhere
0: drink it up with a straw honey <laughs> well
1: i i have an older sister who's mm-hmm. you know what five or six years older than i am maybe more it was just her birthday i should probably know this but uh um so, like by the time I was three or four, I remember just kind of like being home, but I had an older sister, mm-hmm. which probably wasn't a great idea, <laughs> you know um thinking back at it, but like I have a four year old and a one year old so it's not really gonna work out that way, yeah, I
0: don't think that you could you know? <laughs> I don't think there would be a reasonable expectation of still having a house if you left them home alone. I'm pretty so, sure
1: fire would be involved when 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 I'm watching the kids uh Sometimes I have to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and it's always like, I'm like, I got this. I put um, Evie in her high chair with some Cheerios. She's always happy about that. And I just, I sit Olivia down and I'm like, okay, daddy's got to go potty. I'm going to give you the tablet. I'm going to put on whatever you want. Just watch it and don't touch anything. And she's usually like, okay. But like, (laughs) and I thought it was overkill until the one time I'm like, I could probably just drop something off at the toilet real quick and get back before anything (laughs) happened. Nope, there was uh, milk spilled everywhere and just just everything overturned. So yeah, you just like, you just can't turn your back on your kids. It sounds like... (laughs) I'm making them sound like they're dangerous, but you just you just can't specifically my kids you've
2: met yeah. them. I remember when Evie wasn't a thing yet, and you were wondering, like, "Oh, this will this will be fine." And then (laughs) Livy put her toy baby in like the fridge, and we're like,
1: "Oh,
2: (laughs) this is how it's going to (laughs) be.
0: This is not going to be. It's fine. They're doing great. You you guys have just been very lucky and have created two extremely intelligent beings." And they also happen to be children who aren't very good at regulating their emotions, which might make them a little bit violent and psychotic. It's fine.
1: Yeah. You know, it just keeps things interesting. Mm -hmm. And to bring it all back, um, the reason that these uh, creatures are in my life is because of love. Yes. And that that is what we are talking about today. I mean, we're going to talk about love, but then we're going to (laughs) watch...
0: We're gonna watch. A bad we're gonna watch
1: Johnny Bravo, <laughs> <Yeah>. which <laughs> you know
2: i I've been given this. I've been given this a lot of thought when we started the cast. Like, I was, I was thinking, yeah, we got to do that down the line. It's gonna be really bad to watch because <laughs> I, I have memories of it being like kind of cringeworthy and stuff, mm-hmm. and obviously inappropriate. But when I really like kind of thought back about like the message and how I perceived it as a child, I was like, yeah, he's a loser who like constantly gets made fun of and like turned down by women. So like,
0: maybe it really was a good message. Well, I mean, it's about the message that you take from it, right? Like if you look at his behavior as something to model, maybe not the best message if yeah. you're looking at what happens to him when he constantly acts like an ass yeah okay.
2: exactly like i i remember like oh don't act that way <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: I'm with i'm with you there because like i never watched the show and went johnny bravo is pretty cool huh? yeah he's got going <laughs> on <laughs> that was never something that i uttered and so we have accidentally watched problematic cartoons on this (laughs) podcast this is kind of the first time we're going into it knowing that it's problematic i'm wondering if that's going to kind of affect anything because like uh, joe brings up a good point like my memory of the show isn't really like this is a role model or even like that he was particularly funny it was like him getting his due because of the way he acted and all like mm-hmm. the surrounding characters that made it a a from what I remember a a, a kind of funny show so I, I don't know I I think going into it as an adult with two young girls for children that maybe I'm gonna find more issues with it than <laughs> maybe I would have otherwise or maybe it's it's gonna be exactly you know what I picture it as just being like he's just a big dumb guy and the message is really don't be this so uh, Mm -hmm. i guess we'll find out but going into it knowing that it's going to be bad is i i feel like we're not going to get rage kayla today whereas rage kayla i think happens when she's very surprised about racism and misogyny and and, and, you know other things so we'll we'll see i'm really excited to find out though (laughs)
0: well like, you know, no matter what Kayla is currently present, I am almost a complete love potion deep into, uh, into today's episode. So, and, and like my memories of Johnny Bravo are, I mean, very few. I don't think this is a show that I like sought to watch very often. And like, I think my strongest memory from the entire show is I think in the beginning they say something along the lines of like, Do the monkey with me and they do like a dance in the opening. I think that's all that I truly remember from the show. I I think I remember how they stylize women in the show and all that other stuff, which you could argue is just how they drew people in the show. I'm getting a little bit of that Kayla Rage going on. I can feel the heat (laughs) happening. Um, but I'm I'm interested to to view it as an adult and just see what the true takeaway is i'm hoping that the takeaway is don't be this guy i'm not really feeling confident that the takeaway (laughs) isn't going to be you can be this guy just be a little smarter like
2: (laughs) yeah i mean we all don't really have fond memories i think it's safe to say Mm -hmm. of johnny Barvo. so i mean we can
1: we could shit all over it
0: it's fine i'm curious maybe it'll be great
1: I'm curious how many love potions it would take for Kayla to be, like, inappropriate. Like, like, is it three or four where she's just like, all right, listeners, send us pictures of your dicks.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't think there's enough love potions for that. <laughs> no. I think at, at some point I would probably just fall asleep. So there's, you know there's a drop off of love potions also this is grapefruit juice so at some point you know i'm older than 30 now i'm gonna get some really bad heartburn and that's not gonna mm. be great for craziness <laughs> oh, either i
1: didn't think about that
0: <laughs> oh and you had jalapeno <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm in trouble. yeah you're you're fucked Cor- <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong and this might just be like wires crossed in my brain but was mm-hmm. there a Johnny Bravo and like Dexter's lab crossover. Is that a thing that happened or was it just maybe a promo, but I just have a strong memory of that being a thing.
0: They used to do where they would have all of their cartoons on cartoon network, Come out together, and then it would populate that black and white cartoon network sign, and then things would fade away together. And I think sometimes they would pull two different specific cartoons to come out at a time. That mm, could be it.
1: Maybe. Maybe I that's.
0: Don't what remember yeah. a specific.
2: Dexter's t- Lab would be a weird pairing. Like you want to hit right. on
1: women with me, you small child? <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen here, kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna teach you how to get your dick wet. Please. Oh God. <laughs> Don't mind the clickety clackety. I'm just, I'm I'm Googling if that was a thing. Johnny Bravo crossed over with Scooby-Doo. I remember that now. Holy shit. Okay, okay, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah, that was apparently a full episode. Back to, uh, there was a Back to the Future short that he did. Uh, Space Buggy, Animaniacs, I Am Weasel, Peanuts, Jabberjaw, Quickjaw McGraw, The Flintstones, Space Ghost, Powerpuff Girls. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, uh, everything but Doctor's <laughs> Lab.
0: <laughs> you picked the one thing that it didn't actually cross over with.
1: Actually, I see the picture. You were absolutely right. It's like one of those like uh cartoon network mm-hmm. like, be, yeah, like yeah. Like the
0: noise is like beep beep boo doop. Yep. Like
1: I Yep, that's literally yeah, yep, 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 yep. It's all coming back. It's music, that. man, it sticks in my wow, head forever. Yeah. It was dead on.
0: Well, it was pretty close. (laughs) You're my husband. You have to be nice to me. (laughs) So, Saya, do you have some information on Johnny Bravo for us? I
2: do. Uh, For anyone who has no idea what we're talking about, uh, Johnny Bravo is an American animated television series created by Van Partable for Cartoon Network and the second of the network's cartoon cartoons. Um, It aired July 14th. 1997 to August 26, 2004, totaling only four seasons and 67 episodes. Wow. So it's a decently short run. It <laughs> would have been
1: cooler if they got to 69 episodes, but that's I
2: mean, yeah, it would have made sense, right? <laughs> uh, the series, <laughs> The series centers on uh, the title character who's loosely based off Elvis Presley, Johnny Bravo. Uh, he's a sunglass-wearing, muscular young man who lives with his mother and attempts to get women to date him uh, and is more often than not, like, unsuccessful. Uh, He ends up in bizarre situations and is often accompanied by celebrity guests, which I have, like, very vague memories of this. They said, like, Donny Osmond and Adam West. I kind of remember Adam West, Hmm. but his voice, like, popped up in a lot of different uh, cartoons at the time. So the creator Partible pitched the series to Hanna-Barbera's animation showcase. What a cartoon! Um, basing it on a senior thesis project that he had while in college at the time, and the pilot aired on Cartoon Network in 1995. The series was renewed for a second season in 1999, during which Partible left, and the show was retooled under the direction of Kirk Tingbled hmm. in 2003. For the series fourth season, he returned and restored the show to its original format and style. Um, The first three seasons were produced by Hanna Barbera's cartoons, while the fourth season was produced by Cartoon Network Studios. So it was a little bit of a weird mismatch in between. Yeah,
0: like I think you probably have a little bit more info here, but like, so you're pitching a children's cartoon, and you think, you know what, this this loser young adult who still is with his mom, which honestly in the 90s was like, look at the loser. And now it's like you guys are in the economy. So like living with your mom, I guess, really isn't that big of a deal. We're going to have him hit on women unsuccessfully. And it's going to be a fantastic children's cartoon.
2: <laughs> you, know, you know what the crazy thing is, too? Like the aim that they were going for. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I saw this in like an interview or something. They were going for like that creepy loser uncle that everyone knows that's what they were shooting for
1: and they're like yeah he's a loser but he's lovable like i just kind of like with kablam i feel like this would have been a better show if it was like aged up a little bit if mm-hmm. it was a adult swim show because then like a good portion of your audience is probably going to be people that are struggling to get laid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and It maybe would have resonated like yeah if this if it was like you know, sixteen-year-old me that, that was watching this, I'm like, ah, oh, I get that. I also am unsuccessful at having sex, uh, even though I crushed that sixteen. <laughs> don't worry about that. But uh, like, it just—I think it would have like fit better. Like, but yeah, it's for some reason the idea was like, this is going to be for kids and they're going to love it. it's just—it's kind of weird, crazy. you know.
0: It's yeah. It's. I mean, who's it? It.
2: It was something kind of that I came across too that the cartoons at the time when it was transitioning from like the old fashioned Hanna Barbera cartoons to like what a cartoon and Cartoon Network and stuff, mm-hmm. they didn't really have specifically like a child audience yet. So they were really just kind of that's why there were so many different adult jokes at Ooh. the time in those early cartoons, oh. is because they were just like it at get, the wall. Yeah, get everyone that we can to to mm-hmm. watch this stuff. So I mean,
0: they didn't know how to funnel their
2: audience yeah, or anything right. like They're that. Yeah, right.
1: They're just grabbing everybody. everybody. That's, that's kind of a really interesting thing there, because like, yeah, if you think about, you know, like Ren and Stimpy, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, right. like, which really I, I kind of kicked off, I would say, like the, the more like 90s style cartoons. Yeah, that was definitely not a kid's show. But I also remember like my older cousins also being really into Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really see them moving towards johnny bravo personally mm-hmm. especially i was adult looking back at it but like that's a really interesting thing that you just said that like yeah like, especially with cartoon network those cartoons were fucking like off the Wild. wall yeah, there was, like, some, there, was some there was some shit life oh, yeah. Weird. oh yeah just
0: that's a really really good point that they were like it's animated it's a cartoon put it yeah. on cartoon network right we're gonna run it right next to like <laughs> my little pony and like stuff that's completely <laughs> appropriate for yep. small children, and then it'll be Johnny Bravo.
2: <laughs> I got a like a quick flash in my mind of like being a kid and my my parents and my uncle like watching Ren and Stimpy mm-hmm. and they were like, no you you're too young for this, this is this isn't a an adult cartoon. I'm like an adult, adult cartoon?
0: cartoon. I am a child. I am very limited. <laughs> if it's cut colors, I should watch it right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy as a small child. They kind of got more lax as we grew up, but yeah, I remember yeah. not being allowed.
1: And to I was allowed to watch everything, and I think that was <laughs> a, big, a big problem for, for still, I
2: would say. So Johnny Bravo was nominated for four Annie Awards, one Young Star Award, two Golden Reel Awards, and the series uh, helped launch the careers of several animators, including Seth MacFarlane and Butch Hartman. Wow, wow. It had multiple spin off of medias too, like comic books, DVDs, VHS releases, toys, and video games, which I don't remember Johnny Bravo being Excuse that me? big.
0: Um, somebody needs to reskin Grand Theft Auto, except the main, <laughs> main character is Johnny Bravo i i'm putting that out there in the universe i don't know who's gonna pick it up reddit probably they're all wizards there
1: Probably exists. i may i may have a better version of that which would be a reskin leisure suit larry but with johnny bravo oh my god
0: (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, well i have a couple quick fun facts if you guys are interested
1: yeah i I gotta go guys i'll see you
0: i'll see (laughs) you In October of 2002, Variety reported that Warner Brothers had secured the film rights to make a live action Johnny Bravo. Oh, it was going to be a feature length film and as a potential starring vehicle, uh which is a weird way to put role or starring actor, they had cast Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson <laughs> as Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Honestly, I would probably, I would probably watch just it just him. for the because it's not like another. He's a big man nanny. Like
2: no, at the, at the time that would have been you got to smell what the rock is cooking, oh but it would gosh. have been like Elvis impersonation <laughs>
0: of it. Um, however, no further developments regarding this project have been announced since then. So I don't know if they tabled it because he was like, "I'm not doing this," or or what happened. But yeah, there was possibly going to be a live action, but this was before the series itself even ended. So seems like maybe that's never going to happen.
1: The reason that it didn't happen is because there's no way the writers could possibly convince the audience that a female would not fuck Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) Because like if Dwayne the Rock Johnson came up to me, I'd be tempted. I'd be like, like, sir, I'm married, (laughs) but like I'm flattered it's getting warm in here <laughs>
0: can we can we also ask my wife what's up like yeah, hey, what's this
1: hey i love oh you in moana maui is great
0: <laughs> you're welcome anyways
2: <laughs> he's like do the monkey you're like i'll do anything you want he's,
0: yes <laughs> anything <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh gosh so the original idea for the cartoon came from uh van partible's senior thesis in college like saya said Um, The thesis was called The Three Elvis" and was about three identical Elvis impersonators that fought crime. The original (laughs) concept evolved into a short cartoon called Mesa Blues that featured only one Elvis impersonator, not three. The short was never released to the public. The only reason people even know of the cartoon's existence is a few short clips that were shown in the mini documentary that was in the original release of the first dvd series of johnny bravo so there's just these tiny itty bitty blips that kind of hint to the existence of it
2: i think i remember seeing images of him like he's like he's all in white and uh, like with black hair he almost looks identical to johnny bravo but like yeah he just looks more like elvis
0: yeah i don't and then somebody was like Oh, that's a cartoon. Slap that yeah. on Cartoon
1: Network. <laughs> Quick, show this to children. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the episode that we're going to be watching today um, in celebration of Valentine's Day, which also happens to be Johnny Bravo's birthday, the 14th of February. Oh, no Aww. Um, we're going to be watching um, season three, episode 19, and it's called It's Valentine's Day, Johnny Bravo.
2: <laughs> that's, that's a creative name.
0: Yeah, like it, it kinda it's kind of a dick move because it's his birthday. It's also, yeah, it's birthday. It's not like birthday. it's your birthday, Johnny Bravo. It's, it's I would have called it like born
2: Day. to love or something. Yeah. Like oh, I, li- I, I like it. I like this it. This
0: clever. Yeah, right. you, you, you clever person. In two seconds. <laughs> uh, this episode originally aired February 14th, 2003, and we are finding it on YouTube today. So I think it's out there for you to locate if you'd like to watch along with us. Uh, yeah, in celebration of Valentine's Day, all things love, we're going to watch a very poor example of love.
1: <laughs> Speaking of love, this drink was pretty strong and I feel good.
0: Yeah. it's uh, <laughs> So I said parts because the measurements got a little foggy there for a minute, but it's, it's, it's probably like a quarter booze. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah and, and I could not tell <laughs> at all. <laughs> I can now. Thanks, grapefruit. <laughs> not, not when I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, please join us after this break. We're going to review Johnny Bravo.
0: What happens when a kiss gets
1: kissed? And we're back. You know, we did it. We
0: watched it. (laughs) Fun fact for the listeners. Johnny Bravo sounds a little bit like Hank Hill. So I just quickly verified that his voice actor wasn't Hank Hill um, and found out that the voice actor for Johnny Bravo also did the voice acting for Petrie. From the Land Before Time movie series about the
1: dinosaurs. That is fucking wild.
2: That ruins those
1: movies for (laughs) me.
2: That is wild. I also found out that Mae Whitman, the voice of Little Susie, who is, I totally forgot, is like a regular character on Johnny Bravo. Mm -hmm. That's the same person who voices Katara
1: on (gasps) Avatar That's why that was
0: familiar. It spiked a little bit of rage in me.
1: Well, I, I, on the top, uh, on the top <laughs> here, just want to say that I do feel slightly conflicted. And here's why. Because it is like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. It's like slapstick. It's like, uh, it's really hard to explain. It's like a kind of like an a, a old style cartoon. Like if Tom and Jerry were trying to get laid. Like That's kind of like what this feels <laughs> like a little bit. Honestly, the tension between Tom and Jerry is basically like
0: You know, I
2: really laid. wish they would just got it over with. Oh yeah. I mean, I remember episodes where Tom and Jerry were trying to get laid, so
1: <laughs> So basically Tom and Jerry. <laughs> this was really conflicting because like there were jokes in it that I I think we all legitimately laughed out loud at and those mm-hmm. parts of the episodes were really 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 good, but then like just about everything that Johnny did as a character didn't really land. It was just everything around him landed. And it was yeah. really strange, right? Yeah. But just
0: about everything that he did as a character outside of not being able to count, which was pretty funny. Um, there was a moment where he held up all four of his fingers and then also a finger from his other hand, because they're only drawn with four fingers because he needed to count to five. I thought that was pretty funny. That was, yeah, That was great. Him acting as a, as a character though. Just cringe, just constant like, oh, no, 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 Just yeah. not did not land. They
2: I mean, they play him up as really stupid. Yeah. One of the funnier things that he actually said is he's like giving out rules and he's counting to four. And he said one, two green floor. Yeah. And then he's like number green yeah. and just <laughs> <laughs> continues on. But yeah, that's it's sprinkles of good jokes in between like hidden awkward
0: parts yeah you know it wasn't it wasn't hidden no no no, it wasn't it wasn't like tongue-in-cheek it wasn't like subtle it was it was very in-your-face um stereotypical stuff and you know i appreciated the, the fact that it wasn't just the women drawn as stereotypes or played out as stereotypes that's what johnny bravo's character is right like that like hyper masculine and that's not great for dudes either you know what i mean like yeah, it's like poor johnny he can't even count to green like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like he's just not having a good time either so yeah
1: and even like despite that that they made him dumb i still just couldn't help to look at him and feel bad about my own body and i did not appreciate (laughs) that i i think that if everything that johnny bravo did that didn't have something to do with a female character in the show i thought landed really well Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel like if that with the show was more that and the whole him striking out with women was a part of an episode Mm -hmm. and not the entire thing i think would have been better because like the jokes are actually real fucking good. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's, it's bothering me just like a tiny little bit that like there were some yeah. legit good jokes and it's like, I got to watch him get hit by women for the next five minutes because he's trying yeah. to get a date, which that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so
2: it's, it's real weird. It's uh. It's strange. It very much has like an insidious feel to it where like other cartoons that we've watched that had that feeling like it's it's obvious right away that this is like really bad. But those funny moments in between it make it seem like,
0: yeah, it's make it palpable. They yeah, make it like consumable they, they, yeah, and like keep it just entertaining enough. And it's that like if you have a grape with this, you're just being oversensitive and it's like, it sets up for a real great gaslighting situation right? where they could, I think that if they would have focused more, like Brian said, like put the him hitting on women on the back burner and that's just part of his character and focused more with his like development and relationship would have been a, like an outstanding show, but they just wanted to go for the low hanging fruit and just kind of make it palatable Probably why they only had, what, 64 episodes in four seasons with like a five year gap between the first season and the second season. Yeah. Interesting idea. Not my favorite thing.
1: Yeah. There's a way to do and write sleazy characters for shows. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you have to do is really drive home the fact that they are sleazy. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is wrong. But also like make them a redeemable character hmm and and like at least have some like good qualities um kind of the character that i go it's not a cartoon but like i always think of like uh barney from how i met your mother he is a bad character a misogynist he's he's a womanizer but also like he gets like an arc and he gets like almost like a redemption i don't mm-hmm. obviously don't do that in cartoons there was nothing about like this character that was like, I I I like him. He's the center, he's the center character and I enjoy watching him. It's like, again, maybe if like his stupidity was the focus or if he was like a minor character in a show and it followed the the young girl because she Mm -hmm. was really funny, it probably would have landed better for me because again, the focus of the show being on him and that one thing just doesn't work and everything around it does. So it's like, you know, yeah, we watch one episode, but we also know that like it's a cartoon and there's no over arc. There's yeah. no like, you know, there's no like. Well, it's really at the end of season four when he finds out he's got terminal <laughs> cancer that you really start to understand him as a character.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a cartoon. So asking for a redemption arc on one of their characters might be a lot, especially in the '90s. But they very specifically made a point in this episode to let you know that he has not changed in the least at any point because at the end of the episode he decides that his secret admirer because there's eventually a secret admirer is one in a million his mom says oh this one's one in a million and he decides you're right so I'm gonna have to hit on a million women until I find the one in a million it's like not nope like you learned
1: nothing
2: yeah there's not there's not much of a breakdown for the episode. Um, they, it really started out with him like saying that it's his birthday, it's also Valentine's Day, and that his goal is to try to get a date for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So he's just throwing out Valentines to any girl that he comes across, going to these different random locations, these like stereotypical locations and stuff too yeah, he's but. like
0: go to a library chicks love books like yep. <laughs> oh gosh it was a little satisfying to see him just constantly getting hit which I don't you know I'm not normally for the cartoon violence but it was a little satisfying with that he tries to go to an animal shelter and it's just like one cute dog please to pick up chicks and they only have a donkey for him which you know he's an ass so I think that was pretty good <laughs> And the whole thing is, in the beginning of the episode, his mom says, hey, I set up a blind date for you. Her name is Heather Ass-something. I, I never like, Ass-blunt. It's,
1: it's literally like Ass-blunt, which is pretty cool. Is. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, Heather Ass-blunt, and you have to meet her at this location one of his rules for picking up chicks is never go on a blind date that your mom sets up because she's probably a nice girl with a dorky personality.
1: Yeah. You're a chick. You go for personality.
0: And uh, though he tries, he asks a bunch of people out. They all say no. They punch him in the face. He goes to a bunch of different locations. And lo and behold, he ends up at the same location where his blind date is supposed to happen. And this happens to be the perfect woman for him. I appreciated that part of this episode how he found someone who seemed to have similar values as him and that they seemed well matched I liked that that was a cool message
1: and what's amazing is you like that despite the fact that you are a nice girl with a dorky personality
0: (laughs) yeah no I'm not offended that's totally fine (laughs) there are bombshell women out there that would love Johnny Bravo apparently I'm fine with being a dork I don't like going to the gym anyways. (laughs) (laughs) But they show them like this montage. The music for the montage was God awful. It It was was bad. So bad.
1: Before we go into that, there was a scene. So like after he's done hitting on all these girls and then the girl he was supposed to be on a date with was that bombshell and she just kisses him and he passes out. And oh, I forgot about... And, and then it's visited <laughs> by Donny Osmond. Who, like this is the 90s. Yeah. Why not? Who was really played out in the 90s. So I don't know why the fuck he was there, but anyways. Say, Donny, don't you have a talk show that get canceled or something? Nope, been there, done that. <laughs> the like, kids will
2: love Donny Osmond. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, like seven-year-old me. It's like, where's Marie? Like, it just didn't... <laughs> um, but he like gives them life lessons. And I thought like the episode was going to like, I thought the twist was going to be, Hey, be yourself. Cause Donnie is literally like in a song form. Like don't call them chicks. Like don't call them this, you know, be yourself, treat them right. Yada, yada. And I thought maybe because it was a Valentine's day episode, like Johnny was going to be like, yeah you know what? My mom went through the trouble of setting me up with someone on my birthday i'm gonna I'm just gonna be normal, and I thought that's where the episode was gonna go. Nope, it's just a female Johnny <laughs> and yeah yep.
0: yeah I mean, I like I said, I appreciate that the character that he ended up having his Valentine's Day date with was somebody who was well matched i I hate the trope that it's like, oh, the nerd takes off her glasses and she's beautiful, and he can make her into whatever he like that's I don't like it. I loved the fact that they had a female character, a woman that was like Johnny. He, she was yep. doing poses and had all that other kind of stuff going on. I appreciated that. But unfortunately for Johnny, it turned out that she was a secret CIA agent who was hot on the trail of people who are pretending to be CIA, and she had to murder them. Perhaps, like she, it's what it sounded like, yeah, was a secret you know. agent, and then pulled some weird maneuver where he was going to forget that they had ever dated. And then disappeared. And so that's what happens. He goes home, bummed out because it's his birthday and he didn't get a date. And he opens the door and there's a birthday party, like a surprise birthday party for him. And his mom's like, I don't know who these people are. I just put a sign out there that said free cake. And there's just a bunch of strangers (laughs) in the house.
2: I do like his mom.
0: Yeah, I like his mom. Yeah, she's great. So they have a birthday party for him with a bunch of strangers. And they make a really, hmm, I didn't appreciate it, the joke where... Um, they're like yeah maybe the perfect woman for you is in the kitchen and instead of like the bombshells that he had been hitting on all day it's just normal looking women in the kitchen getting food and they yeah. play like the frumpy tuba noise wow like they just
2: yeah that was that I was rough. like
0: you know okay um and then he says the bit about uh, you know she was one in a million so I gotta hit on a million women and he doesn't know how many more he has in his list so mom does math for him and that's where the episode ends oof
1: yeah it's i feel strange (laughs) that's the (laughs) only way to put it i okay we're we're gonna we're gonna review this i i liked it but i didn't like it Mm -hmm. and it's a weird position to be in so i think the only logical thing for me to do would be to put it like right in the middle because the things that worked and the things that that stuck the landing they really did and it was really well done and i appreciated that everything else was not super great um so i think the only logical thing to do would give it like a a two and a half out of five and i think Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a 2.5 uh oh mama Um, (laughs) so i think it's pretty good i think i'm gonna uh, fail at that (laughs) it's just like it's so hard to explain. It's like, Mm -hmm. it was like they took two different shows and put them together. And I wish one of them went away. Yeah. And then it would have been a much higher score, but for, for, for what was there and for what worked, I liked it for what didn't work. I fucking hated it. So I guess we'll just leave it at that.
0: Johnny Bravo needs some therapy. That's what I'm hearing. There's parts of himself he needs to work on.
2: Yeah. I, I definitely have the same feeling about it. Like there were, That's why it felt so insidious. Like there's there's things that are a little bit redeeming about it. It's kind of fast paced humor, which I like. I don't like when like scenes drag on. There's a lot of like random cartoon violence, which I'm a fan of.
1: We know. Um, We know this about you. (laughs) One of the
2: the funny things that I thought like it was a really good scene is when he does find that like perfect match girl and they go on on this date. They, like, end up kissing in the street, and there's this group of, like, random Girl, Scout, <laughs> random Girl Scouts yeah. that, like, walk by, and the leader is, like, what do you call the her? Troop like the, the troop leader. The troop leader, yeah. Uh, she is, like, and on your left, you'll see an improper way to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. And,
0: and then she's, like, and we're walking, yeah. <laughs> and we're walking to get the the Girl Scouts just to keep walking by them kissing. That was a good,
2: like quick random joke that Mm -hmm. I that I like appreciate but yeah in between stuff that's really sleazy and weird Mm -hmm. so uh yeah I'm gonna give it two
1: two two whoa whoa, mamas whoa you sounded like you're Uh, trying to wrangle a horse (laughs) whoa there mama
0: (laughs) oh so I didn't get any I take that back I got one warm, fuzzy, nostalgic flashback. And it was in the opening scene. I had a quick memory of playing Neopets with Johnny Bravo in (laughs) the background. You did mention Um, that. So there was a moment of nostalgia, but it didn't really have to do with the show itself. It was the theme music and remembering Neopets. Y'all remember Neopets? Look it up if you you can't, but uh, yeah, Neopets. (laughs) So there was some nostalgia. The cart, like the animation itself, it was really stylized. It wasn't trying to be hyper realistic, and I think for that reason, it held up to what it was. It definitely wasn't great, but it looked almost like, a, like a cart, like a comic book cartoon kind of thing. Yeah. So there's that, but I just for the content and for the entertainment value, I can't. There's not. There's very little redeeming things. So. I I think I'm gonna do a two, just for the neighbor girls' jokes and the mom, and just the catharsis that happened from seeing Johnny get his ass beat. <laughs> He's he, it's gonna be a two woe mothers,
2: <laughs> very proper, <laughs> very proper whoa,
0: mothers, woe mothers, woe my dear mumsies. <laughs>
1: I I will I will say that I wasn't. I didn't get as weirded out by like the sexism as I pictured I was going to be, because Mm -hmm. I do think that they did do a decent job of being like, this is not an admirable character. Yes. Like, like this isn't a good thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, he's a loser. They did a good job doing that. I just feel like it wasn't a great character for it to like kind of focus on. And I think that's really where the hang up is like, you know, I don't want to, you know, kind of just throw it out there. It's like, it's sexist. It sucks because that's not really what it was it just Mm -hmm. like to base a whole show around it is very kind of weird to yeah yeah
0: yeah and I do think it would depend on your age what message that you're taking like we discussed before we watched it whether or not watching it as kids you just see like the tenacity of Johnny continuing to try and like you think that's fun to emulate because he seems like cool dude bro or if you're actually going to pick up the message that like Hey, this guy's kind of a loser and the only cool parts about the show are like his neighbor kid and his mom. Yeah.
1: So. and the pink elephant that falls out of the sky and lands on people when they're jinxed, like that was yes, also That was yeah, pretty you know. good too. That was yeah. pretty good too. It's just it's it's kind of it's kind of wild. It mm-hmm. really is. You know, that's that's what we thought about it. We would love to hear what you guys think about it if you want yeah. to us up on our Facebook page. Let us know if you were offended by it or if you thought it was fine or you know, we're We're entitled to our own opinions. I just particularly think that it was just kind of meh. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. Yeah,
0: that's true. We're entitled to our own opinions. I just like mine better. That's, (laughs) (laughs) it's my opinion that mine's better.
1: (laughs) You know, I get it. So um, you guys are definitely going to want to come back after the break uh, (laughs) because we are going to have a game you should just be worried for how excited me and Kayla are about this game. (laughs) Um, if you've ever listened to an episode, you just, you just know, you know, so please join us after the break. We're going to play a little game. Lesson number green, the opening line, chicks, dig a man with a pickup line, especially when it's cute. And we're back guys. Um, being that, uh, Valentine's day is right around the corner and this is a cartoon inspired podcast. Uh, we figured um, what better way to celebrate love than with a little game. And Sai, uh, why don't you tell the listeners and what we're a doing today?
2: A little sleaze. So this this game d- didn't originate in a messed up way. I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> but us. Uh, I know. I'm, immediately after coming up with that, I'm like, oh, this is probably a bad idea. But obviously there's... There's a lot of like one liner pickup lines that that Johnny Bravo does in his cartoons, so I challenged us to come up with our own cartoon based pickup lines and uh I think the best way to go about them is we're just probably uh rapid fire just around the table We'll go one at a time
1: i I want to point out that when Josiah texted the group as to what he thinks the game game should have been today um he said like, yeah, just some like cheesy cartoon pickup lines. And then I like instantly thought of some and I replied to it like, yeah, basically like this is like if like Johnny Bravo was made by HBO is what my pickup lines are. <laughs> and then he also said like, yeah, three of them. Okay, I was like, yeah, I got like a list of eight. So.
0: <laughs> well, I have a list of seven and what I have is um, a couple pickup lines based on cartoons and then a couple that I found that were direct quotes from cartoons, and then a couple that I found that were really good. That were just from the internet. So, I did not write all of these by any means, <laughs> and they're <laughs> terrible. And I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll go. Uh, we'll go one at a time, and mm-hmm. just uh, <laughs> go from there. So you you want to start us?
0: Yep, I'll start with the the very first one that I had written um, in my notes here. <laughs> You can touch my pokeballs anytime, baby.
2: <laughs> How about we go back to my place and hulk?
0: <laughs> oh my oh no. god! Uh, is that is that uh, is that Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <Gorsh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh My my first one. Are you an invading alien? Because I'm ready to come may it may all over you.
0: <laughs> Jesus. You weren't kidding about like HBO. <laughs> okay. My next one's a little lengthy. So just, you know, the scene, you're, you're at a bar, you know, and, and someone walks up to you and they, a body like yours would be a terrible thing to waste. When you die, you should definitely donate to science. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Dexter, but you can call me science.
1: (laughs) That's classy. I like it.
0: (laughs) It's, you know, grown up Dexter. He's got that nerd thing going on. (laughs) Somebody's like, why are you thinking about my dead body? It might work.
2: Oh, let let me bring (laughs) us back to a not classy one. (laughs) Hey, boo boo. I'm harder
1: than the average bear. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, girl, if I had a magic lamp, I'd make all three wishes to take a ride on that magic carpet. (laughs) I can show you my dick.
0: (laughs) You know, there's a... There's adjectives in the song after that, and I, I'm not going to sing them because oh, you no. just talked about your dick, but I want you to think about uh, the next adjectives in that song. Okay, so the next pick-up line that I have is actually from the show that we just watched, just Not This Episode, and it's, Baby, I'm Beachfront Property, and you're a tidal wave of love it's so much cleaner coming on an alien I don't know
2: (laughs) this one you have to envision big bushy eyebrows going up and down everything's coming up (laughs) Millhouse.
1: oh Oh, no uh. oh sorry (laughs) so I gotta set the scene for this next one um Mm -hmm. This is uh, SpongeBob talking to Sandy Cheeks. Oh Jesus! Uh, I can't do SpongeBob voice. It's going to be my voice. I apologize. Hey Sandy, are you into femdom? Because I have no shortage of holes for you to explore. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Oh. I need more love potion. <laughs> I just need a shot. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh gosh okay the next one i have on here is you got a friend with benefits in me
1: (laughs) the funniest part is your look like after the punch i'm like "Eh?
0: Eh?" (laughs) (laughs) I i mean and then that's that's by woody of course which in itself is probably an innuendo but you know
2: Oh, okay. I started. You look
0: disappointed in yourself right now. I am.
2: You know, family that listens. I'm disappointed in me too. We're on the same page. All right, last one for me. Wonder Twins procreate.
0: (laughs) I mean, I know that's based on on Wonder Twins, obviously, but also kind of Game of Thrones. You're kind of like... A little bit. Yeah, it's a mashup. Yeah. I, <laughs> just like the twins, a mashup. <laughs> Gross. Uh,
1: I do have, like, for my stand-up routine, a Wonder Twins joke that I really like to do. <laughs> and it just made me really miss comedy. So <clears throat> I only came up with three, but one just came to mind. So I can probably yeah. probably do that. Um the scene is a bunch of kids hanging out in a cul-de-sac. Um, oh, no. Hey, are you Jimmy? Because I'd really like to see your plank. Bam, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> His name was Jimmy, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, think okay. so. Um, I can just rapid fire my last three here if you want. Yeah, go for it. Um, the first one is um, just, I don't know if you guys remember this episode from Dexter's Lab. um they do, from us. Well, of course. <laughs> When he just whispers that into somebody's I ear was, in a sensual tone. Yeah, it was
2: very sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also have, you must know Tail Whip because you leave me defenseless. Aww. That was cute. That's yeah, adorable. That's adorable. It's not in the, even in the realm of y'alls. <laughs> uh, we're very PG over here. And the last one I have is from The Simpsons. And I'll let you guys guess the character that says it. Do you like stuff? Any guesses?
2: Brian? Nope. I'm pretty sure that's Ralph.
0: Yep, that's Ralph trying to have a, a conversation and hit on Lisa. Do you like stuff? <laughs> that would also be me at a bar setting. Yep. Do you like that's, stuff?
2: That's the most realistic pickup <laughs> line of them all.
1: I'm in danger.
0: <laughs> also that at the bar. How's it going? Oh, well, that was sufficiently embarrassing and terrible, guys.
1: Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um bonus points if you use one of these pickup lines on your significant other
0: yeah let us know we're sorry for any negative results
1: you know the thing is i was concerned for a second because like i would love to use one of these pickup lines on my wife but she listens to the podcast but i'm more inappropriate to her on a daily basis than anything we said on this (laughs) episode so i was gonna
0: say if you used one of the the more pg pickup lines she might ask if you're feeling well so i don't know if that would really set the mood for (laughs) y'all
1: So anyways, Kayla, where can people (laughs) find us should they choose to find us?
0: If you are still hanging out with us after this, uh, thank you. Also, you can go to our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Cartoon Tonic Podcast at all three. You can head over to Redbubble if you'd like some merch with our faces on it. There's three different designs up over there. All the proceeds from that come back to the show. Help us continue posting things. Help us hosting on our sites. Um, Yeah, and just drop us a line. If you appreciated the episode, you have any suggestions, you have a corny pickup line, drop us a comment. We'd love to hear them. Uh, Yeah, just have fun. Remember that you're on the internet, so, you know, it never goes away. Uh, (laughs) Make sure your privacy settings are blocked so your employers can't see you and drop us a comment.
1: That's all, folks.
0: Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye.
2: (laughs)
1: i couldn't do it don't go anywhere because coming up next it's ed ed and eddie's hanky panky hullabaloo only on cartoon network
0: it's actually called hanky panky hullabaloo
1: that's a special hey eddie i'm getting laid
0: (laughs) (laughs) at cartoon tonic we drink responsibly and hope you do too thanks for listening